you ready? Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. We just become best friends. Yep. Making sense of it all. Now I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. All right, let's do it. The Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Okay, let me get this straight. People just don't know how busy the White House has been and how good things are. Oh, yeah, that's it. Democrats right now are very flummoxed by the fact that most people aren't all that thrilled about the state of the country right now, especially when it comes to the economy, because prices are out of control. Wages are not keeping up with the rate of inflation, even as inflation has technically come down year over year. Well, if you go back a couple years, it's up in double digits still. So, yeah, it's, it's still bad out there. My goodness, do they ever see, like, what's going on with people's credit cards and how much they're maxed out just yeah. to pay for bills? Do they no. monitor anything? Oh, the job's good right now. Yeah, except now we get new reporting that shows uh, not so much, actually. A Oof. big miss in the number of job openings right now, too. I mean, the labor market is going to be tightening up very quickly uh, here in the near future. And so, yeah, it's it's the one shining uh, light that they have, and the one thing they've been referring to as success is going to go away fairly soon, it looks like at least. I hope that's not true, but it yeah. really does look like that's that's going to go away. Uh, well, the top Democrat in the House of Representatives, Hakeem the Dream Jeffries, was asked about, well, this disconnect between the positive numbers and what Americans are feeling right now. Hmm. Well, President Biden, the administration, Democrats in the House and Senate, we've been busy governing. Uh, we've been busy getting things done. Uh, over the next 12 months or so, we'll have an opportunity to both implement those accomplishments and at the same time communicate them to the American people. Not to say to the American people, reward us, uh, but we can list those accomplishments, uh, elevate them to say to the American people, trust us, uh, that we've made progress as it relates to the economy and kitchen table pocketbook issues, uh, and we will continue to build upon that progress to do more to make life better for everyday Americans. Uh-huh. It's just political speak nonsense. Yep. <laughs> Wait a second. You've been so busy, and it's going to take you the next 12 months to tell people how good you're doing right. and how you're improving their lives? Well, they're so you, busy. You can't just rattle off no. a list right now, today? Well, they can't take a break from what they're doing, you understand. Right. They're very busy. Very busy. And they'll be able to take a break in about 12 months. How about savings are up? More people are able to do this. Now they can actually afford to do A, B, or C. Because none of that's true. Here's another benefit. You just can't do it. Right. It takes a long time. But just take our word for it. Mm-hmm. We're working hard for you. What is that? Lies. Yeah. I, yes. Absolute right. lies. They're approaching the issue like it's a messaging one. Like they're just not finding the right combination of words to dole out to the American people when it comes to the economy. And it's like, well, no, heard, it's not it. From the media, David. I mean, the, if <laughs> Joe Biden's got a messaging issue. It, it's great, and he just needs the proper message. He hasn't done that yet. No, it's the message. that We know what the message is, yes. Okay. All right, so that's going on. Meanwhile, uh, you know there's a hurricane bearing down on Florida. Mm-hmm. And keeping an eye on that. There was a piece in the Wall Street Journal talking about the storm of climate coverage approaches. <laughs> what does it mean by that? Well, you know what we're going to see over the next 48 hours and then some. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is about climate change. Yeah. These hurricanes are about climate change. 
And what it points out in the story is um, this piece from the University of Colorado Environmental Studies professor, Roger Pelkey, I'm sure I butchered that name, um, who wrote on Substack, uh, for those who'd like to be able to place that hype into context as far as evidence and research, um, everyone, especially journalists, should check out the federal, national, uh, well, it's the website. It's the NOAA website. No, yeah. yeah, National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration. Dude, I've been talking about this for a long time. I've never heard you say it. <laughs> Joking. Joking. Yeah, I'm just going to say, where were you at? <laughs> if you actually look at federal data, they will tell you, yeah, there is no evidence that man-made climate change is making hurricanes more frequent or more devastating. That's, That's not right. a thing rooted in science, and yet every liberal in America and many conservatives in America believe that we are seeing more hurricanes than usual. I saw a stat today. Since 1850, there's been 160 hurricanes. 160 since 1850. And only the last two have been because of climate change. <laughs> I mean, that's that, but it's true. It's funny, man, because there's a lot of... A lot of things quoted in this story, one being Michael Schellenberger, who wrote on X, formerly Twitter, um, saying, you know, they've lied about everything. Just look back. I mean, wildfires, they lie. I mean, one thing after another after another, they lie. And this is Obama's old guy when it mm -hmm. came to the environment. Yeah. Just as, listen, man, I'm out there to tell the truth. They're trying to connect all this together. They lie constantly about it. So just know that that's coming. You'll see it. And you may hear some friends talk about, oh, my gosh, all these hurricanes. You know, this is climate change. We've got to do something. My goodness, man. Absolute nonsense. Um, meanwhile, and I'm pretty sure most of the country doesn't know this is going on. I mean, if you're listening to us, we talk about this stuff all the time. So we know about the Biden crime family. We know the layers of this thing. Um Man, I, this is going to come to a head, isn't it, in September? With Devin Archer and Burisma yeah. and the fact that Devin Archer met with John Kerry, who was Secretary of State, a couple of weeks before all of this went down with Burisma. And if you're listening right now going, I have no idea what you're talking about, well, there, I guess there's a lot to catch up on, and most of the country doesn't even know it. Yeah, right, and it does tend to get deep in the weeds, but Devin Archer is an old business partner of the president's son, Hunter, and while Joe Biden was vice president, uh, according to Devin Archer, Hunter Biden would frequently get his dad on the phone to sort of seal the deal with certain business interests and potential investors who were from abroad. So you're talking about foreign business dealings where Joe Biden was the closer for his son's business. Mm -hmm. and, and what we found out, there were how many Check this. 5,400 emails with Biden's pseudonym names that were either to his son or someone else talking about business dealings. Yeah. That's while Joe was the vice president. Yeah, and Joe has denied that he ever even discussed anything about business with his son. And so, again, the most important question is, why did Joe Biden lie about that? Why do you think he lied? Well, because he was on the take. It was Joe's business, and, you know, Hunter Biden yes. was just kind of the bag man. I thought it was interesting. Jonathan Turley was on Fox. He's the law professor. 
talking about this and that Devin Archer, Hunter's partner, meeting with John Kerry. And what does this mean? And where do we go from here? There is a lot, and it. But it, there's this disconnect. The more evidence we get, the louder uh, the call is from the Democrats to stop any further investigation. Well, it it's really doesn't make much sense. I mean, we now have a very troubling picture uh, that is composed of financial records with over twenty million dollars that are, is being transferred through a myriad of accounts that seem overly complex. It seems like the only purpose of those accounts is to hide those transfers. You have what I think. What were those LLCs for? Yeah. Oh, there's nothing to see here. Not now. You have what I think now is accepted as sort of open influence peddling uh, by Hunter Biden. That narrative has shifted. Now you have media admitting that he was selling influence and access, but they insist it's an illusion. Well, how do we know that? I mean, you don't know if it's an illusion or not until we get to the bottom of this. And this meeting is just the latest such example. We need to know more about the meeting, uh, but that information is not forthcoming. And that, and that is why Merrick Garland and others are mm -hmm. making the case for an impeachment inquiry. They're leaving Congress very little choice. Yep, going to have to, yeah. just to get the information. I think we're going to hear a lot more about that in September. Well, the pseudonyms match up, too. I mean, the ones we've seen him use a bunch of times, so. Yeah. But I guess they got suspicious when he was Popeye Doyle in one. <laughs> <laughs> he was Matty Alou in one. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Wait a minute. Uh, David, you had a clip from Cree Jean-Pierre. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a recent AP NORC poll found that 77% of Americans say Biden is too old for a second term in the White House. Yeah. And... Uh, White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre was asked about this, and I don't know if it's just the lingering effects of being kicked in the head by a mule as a child or if maybe <laughs> Joe Biden's senility is contagious now, but she actually is channeling her boss pretty well in this clip as she tries to explain why people should vote for Joe Biden, even though most people think he's too old. Okay. What I would say, and I've said this many times, and many of my colleagues have said this, the president says this, if you watch him, if you've seen what he's done the last two years, this is a president has had a historic administration in just two years. Uh, in many ways, this president has been able uh, to do things that is going to change um, how American families move forward, uh, whether it well, is... Well, yeah, he's destroying the country. Sure has. Yes. No doubt yeah. about that. Yeah. But uh, whether it is economic, with economy, whether it's health care, whether, um, you know, it is trying to make sure that they are able uh, to uh, to give to their, you know, do what they can for their family, for their kids. Oh. Uh, that is important. And so that's what we will happily, happily to discuss as, we, as it relates to age, what the president has been able to do. But he's not in charge. It's all the people behind him that are pulling the strings, and then they just juice him up and get him out there and hope he doesn't fall asleep or say, I'm trying to trust your deal. <laughs> That's what they're hoping and praying for. Can he just get through the sentence today, please, right. please? <laughs> praying to whatever false god they're, pray they're praying to, oh, please, just let him get through this sentence. <laughs> but you don't understand. He, it's this it's this different sort of uh, Catholic religion. He's speaking in tongues that only certain people can understand. Well, I, know. Know. <laughs> okay. I know this is radio, but the visual is fantastic. <laughs> it really is. You know, this dude, I'm sorry. You had that other clip of Hakeem the Dream Jeffries. 
I don't know if you heard the other part of that interview where he was saying, you know, the American people know he's a good and decent man. Yeah. He's not. He's not he a good and decent He is a bad freaking guy. Yeah, of course he is. You look at the evidence. You write it down on paper. This guy is responsible for A, B, C, D, all of it. And you tell me that's a good and decent person. Mm -hmm. By what standard? Right. Well, Hakeem's standards are pretty low. You guess, you know. I would guess that. Mm -hmm. Oh, my goodness. What a load of crap all of that is. <laughs> okay. All right, got to get to the story of NPR. <laughs> I guess you figured this would happen, blaming the Florida school curriculum for the Florida hate crime? Uh, yeah. Really? That had much more coming up right here. The Monthly Van Camp and Robin Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Okay, NPR, we're paying for this garbage. Yeah, we are. Jeez. Yeah. Uh, so a racist went and murdered three black people in Jacksonville, Florida, and according to the left, it was because of Florida's African-American history curriculum that Jeez. hasn't Definitely. rolled out yet. Holy cow. It, it really is astounding when you step back and look at this for a second, that some basement-dwelling weirdo in Florida who was a complete loser flunked out of college couldn't hold down a job anywhere at a Dollar Tree, a Home Depot, whatever. He decides he's going to go and murder a bunch of people, and it's the governor of Florida's fault. Yep. Okay. Uh, this is NPR's Franco Ordonez asking a White House representative named Stephen Benjamin about the shooting. Okay. Does the White House see any connection with the changes that the Florida governor has made in teaching about African-American history to the kind of violence that we saw in Jacksonville? So uh, I, I don't think it's a stretch uh, to suggest uh, that, um, uh, that trying to rewrite American history uh, is not only uh, wrong, uh, but it also uh, encourages our, our... All right, stop right there. That's a lie. Yeah. Who's rewriting American history? No one. Okay. No, if anything, they're trying to prevent it right. from not allowing CRT into the schools. The whole 1619 nonsense. Uh, but it also uh, encourages our, our, our children and those among us not to lean in uh, to, the, to, the, to the beautiful and also painful past of what our history looks like and encouraging people to move forward together. Move forward together while we blame actually African-American scholars who crafted said curriculum for a racist going and, and killing people. It makes you so angry. It really does. Oh, yeah. You know, and we had um, different uh, pieces of audio yesterday, David, of how, whether it was ABC, NBC was portraying that whole thing. Mm -hmm. And we played the actual audio from what happened with DeSantis and the Democratic rep on the scene at the prayer vigil. Yeah. As opposed to the way it was presented on Good Morning America. It's disgusting mm -hmm. what they do. They mislead so many people. But again, it has to be, I, I think it really has to be illustrated individually one at a time to say to a friend, listen, hey, we may not agree politically, but I want you to understand what media does. Okay, here's yeah. what actually happened. Here's how it's framed for you to consume because they want you to believe something that's not real. I don't know how else to do it or the whole thing's going down. There's too many good people that are freaking clueless as to what is really happening in the country. I totally believe that. Well, there are also too many good people that get destroyed because of it. Yes. I mean, and that's the, that's the shame of it right there. These guys were tasked with a job, these scholars. 
they did their jobs. Yes. And now all of a sudden they're 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 erasing history. Well, you have a political party that part of their success is dependent on dividing people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It truly is. And Don't say gay, banning it. books, the whole thing. None yes. of it was none of it's true. No, and it gets parroted around yeah. by people that are otherwise smart, but they don't know that they're brainwashed mm-hmm. because they don't get their news from anywhere else. They've just for years trusted these sources that freaking lie to them all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, yeah, it's like when Florida was reopening schools yeah. uh, in 2020. And is it Palm Beach County Schools, I think? The, I mean, it's one of the largest school districts in the country. It's like the third largest school district, 100,000 students in it. And uh, there were a handful of COVID cases the first week they were back. Now, any thinking, rational person could say, wow, okay, hold on a second. Let me look at this. And then it turns out, oh, they didn't actually get COVID at school. They had COVID and they showed up at school with COVID and then they had to uh, go home. Uh, I actually know somebody, intelligent person, smart Mm -hmm. person, saw a post about that on Facebook and crafted up a story that was completely wrong saying, well, this is just a, a small school district and a couple hundred people had to go home because of COVID. I mean, this is Governor Ron DeSantis' fault. He was. It's like, no, no, it's a huge school district, and none of them got COVID at school. I know. All right, I want to switch gears because I want to know what happened to this woman that lost the tip of her finger dropping oh off my. a library book. Oh, my gosh. Uh, we stay in Florida for this story. A woman named Bobby Haverly went yeah. to go drop off an audio book back at the library and in the little, there was a long line at the front desk, so she decided she was going to use the drop box outside. Yeah. The flap, the metal flap came up real quick and pinched her finger, and she tried to pull it, and the tip of her finger came off. Oh, Go! dang it. Oh, man. man. I mean, she wrapped it up, and they, and they put the tip of the finger on ice, but oh. they couldn't reattach it. So... They are talking about litigation, of course. They don't want to make a pile of money off of it. They just want their medical bills covered. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I got a lawsuit that's going to make you so mad. Next. All right. The Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Jamie Markley. By the way, I'm the Gen Xer. The Millennial. That's David Van Camp and the Sexy Boomer. Scott Robbins. Okay, saw this. You just get angry. Remember the uh, lawsuit that was brought by members of the Kappa Kappa Gamma Sorority? University of Wyoming, they had sued the sorority and Artemis Langford, who is a biological male who identifies as a woman. Yeah, I saw this freak. Joined the sorority. Um, and they said, the girls in the, in the sorority said, uh, yeah, the dude was making inappropriate comments and then watching girls shower and change. It's creeping us out. And well, was aroused, visibly aroused. And they're... At least in one part of the lawsuit, there was an allegation of some Jeffrey Tubin esque yes. behavior. There was yes. some. Yeah. La, 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 la. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Uh, that lawsuit has uh, been dismissed by a federal judge who said that the court will not define the word woman. Oh, God. See, that's a Reagan appointed judge, by the way. Just so you know, if you keep it score. Okay, then who will define it for you, Judge? Isn't that the question? Yeah. Wow. So I'm reading this. The University of Wyoming chapter voted to admit, and more broadly, a sorority of hundreds of thousands approved Langford. With its inquiry beginning and ending there, the court will not define woman today. 
The delegate of a private voluntary organization interpreted woman otherwise undefined in the nonprofit's bylaws expansively. This judge may not invade Kappa Kappa Gamma's freedom of expression association and inject the circumscribed definition plaintiffs urge. Who would have ever thought you had to define what a woman is in yeah. your bylaws? I mean, who would have thought of that? It's a great question. No man. one. No. No one would have thought of that. Common sense is gone. It's ridiculous. The, all these girls need to do is get out. Just resign. Just go. We're going to close her down. We're not doing this. Yeah, I mean, in when, mass. when they brought the lawsuit forward, did you have the feeling at the time they were going about it the right way? Yeah, you kind of. Yeah, I mean, because, I mean, how many times have we heard, you know, if you if you see something, say something or speak up yep. for yourself? I mean, the the Me Too stuff was not that long ago. And it was all about encouraging women. Hey, if you're in a space and you're being made to feel uncomfortable by a man, you should feel comfortable to speak out about it. Unless now you just say, no, really, I identify as a woman. Yeah. And if I remember, because some of these stories blend in together, wasn't this the one where the dude a lot of times wasn't even pretending? No. No, he's just a guy. Right. He's just a creep. Yeah, yeah. like, you know, four-day-old beard. Yeah. You know, well, that's his expression or whatever. And as long as he says he's a woman, he can watch you undress. What are the problems? Go five-knuckle shuffle, yeah. whatever. Well, well, yeah, he, he just got to deal with it. And he it. did. Are you freaking kidding me? One of the, one of the problems. Maybe a new initiation yes. is what well, they need I to do agree. with the sorority. Right. But one of the problems they had was the national chapter okayed it. Yes. That's a big deal. Of course. That's got to stop. Oh, yeah. I'm sure it's some ESG nonsense. Oh, I'm sure it is, too. Okay, yep, uh, for today with the initiation, we're going to go kick between the legs. Yeah. All right, uh, you first, Artemis, or whatever your name is. Yeah. Every woman here needs to put her penis in this fan. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Weed them out. <laughs> this is insanity. Of course it is. I, I understand. I read it the same thing. I, I thought I read it wrong. I thought I read the headline wrong. So I went back and read the story, and, and it, sure enough. Oh, my goodness, man. Oh so man. Artemis gets to stay. Yeah. Yes. And watch the girls get naked every single night. Yes. And Who are you judging? Right. But believe all women. But yes. I guess when they complain like this in a lawsuit, you say, well, I'm not going to define woman for you. I can't. That would be, you know, I, I don't want to get in the way of, you know, these laws and blah, 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 some jargon nonsense. Gosh, dang. It is something, man. It's not in the bylaws what a woman is. <laughs> okay. I don't want to get in the way of this sorority, <laughs> how they define woman. Okay. Oh, golly. Yes. Yeah, the difference between the judge and the person that identifies as a woman is one has balls, the other doesn't. That's what it seems to me. It's freaking crazy. Man. It is, I know. <laughs> Sometimes I, I don't know what else to do other than just laugh. It's so insane. And yes, you got to just say, okay, we're not doing the sorority. Well, what's anymore. to stop another knucklehead from saying, I want to see sorority girls naked? I, I, I'll just do this. Well, how many guys this year are going to be like, I'm going to see if I can pull this off? Well, nothing yeah. else for a prank and go undercover. What are they going to prove a point? What are they going to do? Of course. All right. That point of the show. Go around the table. May not be the biggest story out there, but it caught your attention. Today, David, what's your story? All right, I know you all hit this yesterday, but I, I need to 
I feel like we need to hear this again because it is just such a satisfying good news story. It's like hearing a new song that you love. You can't get yeah. enough. A, uh, a bunch of climate change activists blocked the only road leading to the Burning Man Festival in Nevada, causing a miles-long backup. Because Burning Man has lost its way, dude. It's it's just corporate interests, and they're not thinking about their carbon footprint. And blip, 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 blip. The cops, the Pyramid Lake Rangers, to be uh, precise, did exactly what needed to be done and what needs to be done moving forward, which is they rammed that stupid barricade and arrested everyone. The audio is my new ringtone. I love it so much. <laughs> Roll it. Get off the highway. This is a state route. Everybody will be arrested if not. 30 seconds. Send your leader to my vehicle. Let's talk. Get off the road. <laughs> Get out now. Get out. On the ground. All of you on the ground now. We're environmental protesters. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, you're not violent. We're, uh, we're environmental protesters. My favorite comment on this was, this might be a suitable alternative to Viagra. I mean, it's just... <laughs> it's wonderful. These idiots need to be treated as roughly as possible. For the first time in my life, I'm actually rooting for honest-to-goodness police brutality. They need their asses kicked. Dude, I mean, listen, I'm going to go ahead, you know, Scott, you can join me in playing Old Man River right now. Can you imagine saying the town you grew up, you're 17, I'm going to sit on the main drag because I'm protesting and I'm going to stop traffic and a cop comes by. You know what you're in for? A whipping. I could tell. I, we don't have a long enough show for me to list all the names of the guys who would have kicked my ass. <laughs> oh, yeah. In a minute, in a heartbeat. Not even think about it. Oh, yeah. Not to mention what my dad would have done when he found oh, out. Oh, are you kidding me? Holy smokes. And you know what you could have said to him? We're environmental protesters. <laughs> I don't care. I love that, though. Man, that one guy, the huskier fella, wearing his shorts, just yeah, right. pops out of the truck and just runs over, draws his sidearm, and is just like, get down on the ground. Get down, yes. <laughs> just immediately, man. I love it. I love it's it. Like, it's like they watched some video from Europe yeah. and thought, you know, well, we can get away with that here. No. Well, this is Plus, you're on tribal land. This is happening like every third day now, you know? Oh, yeah. Right. And then you had a bunch of people pulling them off. And I, was, I don't know where they were. California, I think. And the guy's yelling, I got to go to work. Right. You people don't work. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Scott, Uh, what's your story? A California professor accused of lying about being Native American dodged a university investigation into the allegation after agreeing to retire from her position. Andre Smith, an ethnic studies professor at the University of California, Riverside, reached an agreement with the school to retire. From her teaching position uh, this month, according to a separation agreement obtained by the Times. The authenticity of Smith's claimed heritage was initially challenged for the first time in 2008 after she was rejected for tenure at the University of Michigan. The Times reported Smith's Native American identity was further questioned when it was revealed that she was not enrolled with the Cherokee Nation, which she said she was. You're not an Indian. Get out of here. If only we could do that in the Senate. (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh, dang. Uh, you know what? I'm switching gears for my story today. I was going to go with something else we'll just get to later because there's too many frustrating things so far. I'm going to go with this. Um, do you remember the company Dude Wipes? I think I yeah. got you guys some yeah. for Christmas one year. Yeah, I, yeah, I got that. some yeah. for Christmas too one year. Yeah. Yeah. Their marketing at the time was pretty funny. Gift uh, keeps on giving. They're, uh, they're back. Um, just in time for a pumpkin spice season. Oh, no. They've got pumpkin spice butt wipes. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, it is the company that does dude wipes. They're calling them Dumpkin Spice. <laughs> uh, they're designed to, quote, keep your butt cozy with a pumpkin spice-inspired mix of clothes. Uh, clove, <laughs> nutmeg, and other false scents. Oh my gosh! <laughs> they also posted a picture of a pumpkin with the date nine five twenty three carved in it. That's probably the official drop. Uh, yeah. Um, but they said you could already get them on Amazon. <laughs> what? They they joked about this. The dude from Dude Wipes that does the commercials. Yeah. A couple of years ago, and then like you know what? We should actually do it. Yeah. So there you go, pumpkin spice wipes. For the man with an adventurous spirit. <laughs> or girlfriend. I don't know. Makes your fart smell like pumpkin pie. Mom, <laughs> you cooking in there, Mom? You got to be the guy that says, you know what, I'm a woman. I want to join your sorority. Right. I've got the Dumpkin Spice wipes to bring with me. <laughs> smell real good in here. Yikes. That'd be great. All right. Much to get to. <laughs> Oh, I love it when David has an Al Sharpton story. This is probably a doozy. How Nikki Haley is playing into racism. Can't wait for that. Straight ahead right here. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Okay, so Al Sharpton's talking about Nikki Haley, about what? Yeah, Republican presidential candidate Nikki Haley put out some campaign messaging the other day warning that, you know, voting for Joe Biden is really voting for Kamala Harris because nobody thinks that Joe is going to make it another 40 years. There's no way. No. It's just really hard to envision that. Totally Um, agree. And even though both Nikki Haley and Kamala Harris are Indian American women, apparently Nikki is the racist one. By pointing out that Kamala Harris would be a horrible, disastrous president of the United States. Here's Reverend Al Sharpton on MSNBC. Wait a second. Most Americans agree with that. Uh, Yes, most Democrats agree with that. All right, go ahead. It is a very cynical play uh, to try and play on the fact that she's trying to imply that President Biden will not be uh, be there for his whole four years if he's reelected, which I think is very cynical to suggest. Why is that cynical? Exactly. Why? Really just not. going analytics, not even the naked eye test of watching this guy shake hands with imaginary people, call out dead people. I mean, he's already past 80, dude. As also, she's also playing to certain elements of the Republican Party on race that you are uh, you you're talking about President what? Harris, uh, which who is she a black woman and a and a is woman. She? And I think for uh, Nikki Haley herself. Uh, having uh, being a, a, a woman of color, I think it's very cynical on all ends uh, that she's making some implicit appeals to some biases that I feel she has to be intelligent enough to know what she's playing into. Hmm. So the the same woman is playing on, or who is a woman of color, 
is playing on racism while asking Republicans to vote for her. That makes no sense. Well, it seems like he's not giving Nikki Haley enough respect. (laughs) R-E-S-P-I-C-T. Respect. (laughs) What are we? I'm thinking she's probably got a better chance of spelling that right than Albert. That's why I'm not sure he knows what cynical means. No. I think he throws the word. I don't even know if he completely (laughs) understands the definition of the word. Weirdly enough, he thinks it means accurate. (laughs) <laughs> that, that clip actually takes on a whole new it meaning does, right? yep, when you yeah. realize that he's barely literate. But Yeah. Well, and I sometimes I wonder if Al's a little sexist because it seems like in the past he has struggled with different names of females. Siganoi Weaver. <laughs> oh, that, yeah. You mean Sigourney, correct? <laughs> Sigourney. No. Sig- Sigourney Weaver. <laughs> That sounds, that sounds like a dirt bike brand, doesn't it? <laughs> I picked up a new Siganoi Weaver. <laughs> or a new cigarette brand. Gina Dale Seuss. When Gina Day just hoose. Just hoose. Jeez. Uh, I'd love it if I was a PA guy at a baseball game for his two innings. <laughs> I miss those old oh, those charted versus the teleprompter. They're great. Sometimes they just go back, and I don't even know what I'm getting. It's it's like the magic air. You shake it up, and what do you get out of it? In Iowa, Bain is appropriate. The GOP's tax day giveaway to millionaires. Why was traffic problems email sent? <laughs> I call Drew Nisky, Druniak, putting Lincoln himself, Daniel Days Lewis. <laughs> yeah, dang it, that's funny. Behind Monica Lewinsky, the one and only Trey Song is here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you could go on and on and on with that. Ah, Very funny. Boy, howdy. Uh, did you hear talk of uh, Super Bowl 2024 halftime entertainment? I have. They're talking about rock. I heard this rumor, yeah. And the governor of Nevada said, well, how about ACDC? Yeah, how about it? I don't know if they'll go for it. Yeah, I'd I'd rather they didn't. But Okay, hold on a second. I think we got two different thoughts here. Why did you not want to see it? I just, it, I don't know if they could pull it off. I love ACDC. I'm a huge fan of ACDC, but it is kind of weird when they're like, you know, elderly people singing songs like You Shook Me All Night Long. It's hard to hit those notes, too. That's pretty tough. Your artists lip sync and everybody else does. What the heck? You just want good songs. Right, exactly. Yeah, I understand that. I do. I don't know. We'll see if there's anything to that or not. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Are you ready? Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. We just become best friends. Yep. Making sense of it all. Now I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. The Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. 
Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. A lot going on. You know, one thing that is working, or at least that's what we're told, it seems, all the time. Guess what? What? Bidenomics is working. Bidenomics is working. No. You've heard that before, right? Kareem <laughs> Jean-Pierre says it. Kamala says it. It goes on and on and on. Bidenomics is working. It is actually working. You see that in a jobs report? Mm-hmm. Except there was something that the vice president said very recently, like within the last couple of days, that is a bit of a head-scratcher then. Most Americans are a $400 unexpected expense away from bankruptcy. Whoa! From bankruptcy? Yeah, that was... That's what she said. I, I, no. I heard that, yeah. No, I mean, there. it's, you know, depending on who you trust, they say $400 away from having to dip into, like, a credit card or savings if they have Hey, you mansplaining right now? It's just explaining. The vice president said bankruptcy, David. Oh, I mean, if she wants to go, I mean, it's already bad enough. If she wants to go down the road of $400 away from bankruptcy, then be my guest. It's really hard to sell that whole BS that Bidenomics is working if that's the case. Well, first of all, 400 bucks is not going to keep you out of bankruptcy. If that's all you have, you're going to be bankrupt. Right. <laughs> Maybe you should show the vice president a little respect, huh? R-E-S-P-I-C-T. Thank you, Al. I'll do that, Al. Thank you. No, actually, guys are right. It's not bankruptcy. That's ridiculous. Yeah, that's... I know. I was just playing. She... But <laughs> would you say that's Again, a, if I that's say a misspeak? It, if I say it out loud, which we, we just did, sexist, racist, pile on. Well, you can't, you can't criticize her ever for anything. Or you are racist. racist. That's right. It's That's ridiculous. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's a whole story about, well, that's not quite true. She was speaking, by the way, about the cost of abortion and how it's just not fair. Uh, I don't know if you heard any of that speech. Um, I would say this. It wasn't so much the usual word salad is the dinner theater of trying to be dramatic yeah. and, 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 it's, and it's a little bit head scratching, I think, at times. If you want to hear it in context, sure, absolutely. I I certainly, okay. The point of the story, so you've, you've, you've shared a bit of it, part of what is happening. So women like the women in Iowa, if this stay is lifted for any reason, will have, by my count, is roughly maybe two states they can travel to, to seek reproductive care, to seek abortion care. Okay. So what that means is, first of all, understand that the majority of women who seek abortion care are mothers. Okay. So that means she's going to have to figure out child care. Um, and if she is a single parent, she's going to have to be able to pay for that child care. Mm -hmm. She's going to lose time for work. Yeah. Maybe she has paid family leave. Maybe she doesn't. Maybe she has paid sick leave. Maybe she doesn't. She will have to be able to pay for a plane, train, bus, gas. Mm -hmm. Most Americans are a $400 unexpected expense away from bankruptcy. Okay, so you just kind of throw that in along with the rest of this. And by the way, I'm only thinking about the women I know that would listen to this story and what they would be yelling back at either whatever screen they're watching this on is. Well, be responsible. How'd you get in that mess? Right. Okay. And now we're supposed to feel sorry because you don't have the dough? Sorry. Stop making stupid mistakes. She may have to stay overnight. 
that's hotel. Mm. If she is traveling, like one example is a, a, a young woman who she and her husband wanted to be pregnant and she was going through a miscarriage and go. she had to travel okay. from Texas to Seattle because that's the only place she could receive care. Okay. Uh, maybe that's possible, but the BS detector is going off in a huge way. Is that, have you ever heard of that, David? Someone had to go from Texas to Seattle? It was the only place. To get an abortion? No, it was a miscarriage for miscarriage. her care. Oh, for, oh, that's, yeah, that's BS. There, there's a, there was a story, I think it was out of uh, Travis County, that's Austin, where, I could be wrong about the county, the location, but there's a woman who's been uh, made very famous as an activist now, claiming that she was undergoing a miscarriage and the doctors said they could not help her because it may run afoul of new abortion regulation. But medical professionals in the state of Texas have said that that's you need to name that doctor because that right. doctor should lose his or her license. Right. Because that would not be yeah, yeah, it's it's a very odd thing. But then I'm just kind of thinking you got to travel all the way to Seattle like you can get a quicker flight to uh, California. I'm I'm just it, it doesn't none of that makes sense. I know, and it, it, it's to me, it's always a tell because you got to make up BS stories like this yeah. to prove your point. That means your point sucks. To 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 help her survive this miscarriage, so this means that this woman has to afford a ticket. Oh, here we go. Again. Oh, now, yeah. Just let's think about it. Break it down. We're going to break it down. Go for to you. an airport. Yeah, that's, that's Stand in line at TSA. Yeah. Get on a plane with a bunch of strangers. Knowing what's happening to her body right now. Endure that plane ride. Go through another crowded airport. You see what I'm saying? Not really. I don't. Because to the common person, okay? Knowing what's happening to her body right okay. now. A, an airport with strangers. People do it every day. <laughs> they don't get on private planes like you, Kamala. What are you talking about? Some well, made-up bullcrap well, stories anyway. This is always the – what well, percentage of people going no. through the scenarios that she just cooked up? I mean, we always hear about, well, late-term abortions don't account for more than what – how many account for what that story she just threw Less out there? Less than yeah. how many healthy kids died of COVID. Right. right. I mean, but it's – that's – again, you take worst possible scenario examples and put them all together, and that's how that, – you trot that out there, man, and, oh, and that's what you do. Yeah. You know, she's remarkably bad at everything. Yep. By the way, just to switch gears, and I'd heard a story about this because it's been two years now since we left Afghanistan talking about women and women's rights. The women in Afghanistan, what I'm hearing, David, it's worse than some people had even imagined. Yeah, I mean, it, it quickly devolved uh, back to But it's the, gotten worse. Yeah, and it, and it's gotten worse. Women are not allowed to... Uh, certainly not allowed to go to school, not allowed to uh, be out unsupervised in Kabul and things like that. I mean, you've got the head-to-toe covering back. I mean, it's, it's yeah, a quantum leap backwards for the I women. I heard in, in a report they can't hike. No, they can't yeah. go to a park. There's a park they can't oh go to. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Uh, and I'll tell you, man, this might be the most awkward moment for White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre. Now, I, I want to give a tip of the cap to Voice of America reporter Anita Powell, who gave the press secretary audible whiplash 
asking about Afghanistan. The way that she asked this question was awesome. Okay, roll it. Um, I have a question, first of all. Happy first day of school. Happy first day of school. Um, but seriously, what is the message that the administration has for the millions of girls in Afghanistan who can't go to school because the Taliban won't let them? So, look, um, the president has always been very clear about the importance of girls, not just here in America, but globally, um, being able to... To, to live freely and be able to go to school and get the education. Um, uh, yeah. And so... What? And we have been very clear in um, laying out uh, our concerns, uh, such as girls' education, uh, with the Taliban. We have been consistent with that. We have been very clear of that. But you don't know what to say because you're a freaking failure. Well, that's uh -huh. a lie. That's, that's yeah. a total lie. That's a lot. That's a fabrication. Of course, yes, it that's is. pulled right out of your fanny stuff there, right there. All the world is watching, and if they yeah. want to be, we've written strongly worded letters and all of that. You know, and I, I, I can't help but think about uh, a lot of the people that we've heard from, that I've spoken to, who were veterans of that war, um, and the heartbreak that they felt watching all of this happen. Not only. 13 American service members dying, not only countless Afghan allies dying, but watching everything collapse this quickly after 20 years, after so many people died on the battlefield or came back irrevocably damaged because of physical or mental and emotional wounds. And then to watch how quickly... The Biden administration told them none of it mattered. It's just a disgrace. And it, it it's just heartbreaking for not only, of course, yes, the women and girls in Afghanistan who are victimized by this radical ideology, but heartbreaking for Americans who sacrificed much of their lives and sometimes their actual life itself with the idea that they were building something that could actually sustain itself. And it fell apart in a month. You still get angry hearing about it, thinking about it. It is. It's disgusting, man. And, and when, it's, when is the it's president, like that was so many yeah, things exactly. with them. When has the president actually addressed this? I don't recall ever. No, he did right after the bombing at the Abbey Gate. Uh, but then he said that, you know, he, he talked about how he knows their pain because his son died from cancer. Okay, got it. Yeah, right, Joe Biden's fine. a garbage right. human being, and everybody around him is incompetent and also garbage themselves. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and pile on and give you another Biden story. All right, I go. saw this out of Do the Wall it. Street Journal. I didn't know he was uh, in a school yesterday doing a welcome back to school thing. And by the way, rewriting history on COVID, as far as the administration goes. Wow, man. Um, <laughs> the administration claiming credit for reopening schools. Oh, gosh. <laughs> there is the quote. When President Biden took office, less than half of K-12 through uh, students were going to school in person. Today, thanks to the president's swift actions and historic investments, every school in America is open safely for in-person instruction. Yeah. Thank you, Joe, Jeez. for all you've done for the kids. They're trying to keep kids out of school. Randy Weingarten, the teachers' unions, and all that crap. Well, it's good to know Ron DeSantis isn't the only one rewriting history, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Jeez.
Man, oh, man. Holy smokes. Trying to take credit for that. I wish they would have had him read Lawn Boy to the kids. Oh, gosh. Would that have been hilarious? <laughs> oh, Slip that in there. Would have been funny. Got nothing to hide, right? He doesn't want to ban books. I'd like to read something now that was deemed inappropriate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gather right. around, kids. All right. Okay, there's some things out there in the news that make you angry. I don't know if this would make you angry or not. It's on a lighter note. Did see this Milwaukee bar wants to pay your tab every time Aaron Rodgers loses this season. They're not bitter, though. <laughs> I mean, there's some stipulations, and some people say the stipulations are crazy. Just the fact that they're throwing it out there. We oh, want him to lose, and every time he does, we want to pay your tab. That's funny. Like, you know, little things. You got to be there at least 15 minutes before kickoff, stuff like that. You got to be there for the whole game or whatever. But, yeah. Looking forward to football season. Well, Does the NFL hate us too, David? They probably I, I don't know. do. Do they? They do, but it's a better product than baseball. Wow. Oh, wow. Okay. Another angering story about protecting kids. Got to hear this straight ahead. All right. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Has the world gone crazy? It seems to be so. California Attorney General Rob Bonta filed a civil rights lawsuit. Why? Well, this was against the school district. Trying to halt its recently adopted policy that requires schools to inform parents about student gender transitions. All they're saying is, hey, your kid at school says, yep, I'm Johnny, but I want to be Joanna or whatever. You got to let the parents know. And the attorney general in California is suing the school district. Oh, God. Announced it earlier this month that he launched an investigation into the Chino Valley Unified School District, which represents over 26,000 students in San Bernardino County. Again, after district officials passed a policy in July that requires teachers to inform parents within three days if their child uses names and pronouns different from their birth certificate. Seems easy enough. Yeah, it does. Bonta, he's trying to say, I'm standing up for the kids here. Huh? Every student has the right to learn and thrive in a school environment that promotes safety, privacy, and inclusivity, regardless of their gender identity. Sounds like a pro-groomer in public office to me. Yeah, it does. Privacy? Yeah. So that falls under the guise of privacy? Well, that's a, a lot of pro-groomers say that, yes. This is exactly what I want to be called this, and don't tell your parents? Yes. Okay. All right. We're the we're in the twilight zone here. Yes, that, that's just nuts. Okay, so, you know, in school enrollment's dropping everywhere. I can't figure out why. Well, you know, I mean, th- it's this, a tough one, isn't it? It's just the next move into making sure that all children are wards of the state, not you know, it is not, yeah. not their parents. It doesn't that sound kooky yeah. when you say it, though. I mean, but it, it's, it's true. true. I know it's true, but it just sounds nuts. I mean, why, why would you promote that? I mean, one of the things is you actually don't know what the dynamic is at home. They, they hide behind this idea that, well, if a kid comes out to a teacher, the parent might turn them away, might, might cast them aside. The parent might abuse them. And I think in cases of obvious physical abuse, you can have a conversation about what the appropriate next steps are. Uh, with the conversations with the parents. But just that alone? No, the parent deserves to be part of that conversation because you don't know how the parent's going to react. Maybe the parent will be supportive of it. You don't know. 
No, you that's don't why it's know. none of your damn business. But yeah, if they want to change, they're like, oh, that's got to be something that goes through your parents. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy, man. By the way, that just reminded me. Remember the first time we would have talked about a story like this? It was the dad in Canada with the daughter. Yeah, that said she was a boy. Yeah, and they ended up throwing him in jail. He yeah. just got out of jail. Yeah, heard an interview. I can get that together. We can get to that. Wow. It's wild, man. In the next half hour. But bring it out. It's it's crazy. One of the things making the rounds online, we might have a little bit more time for this later. People are mentioning things they hated when they were kids, but they love when they're adults. Is there anything that comes right to mind? Naps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're a parent of toddlers, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. Kid takes a nap. That means dad going to get a little nap, too. Uh-huh. Yeah. I know what you mean. Notice that I like cutting the grass a lot more as an adult than I did as a kid. <laughs> oh, yeah. A little yeah. piece, some music. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Okay. Biggest story today, if there's one. Uh, if there's one story today, I think it's uh, that, well, I, you know, the mayor of Miami, he was running for president, you know. Yeah. He has dropped out. I saw that. I don't know if that's actually the biggest story because I don't know how many people know that guy's name even. Francis Suarez. Yeah, yeah he, has, he has dropped out. Uh, to me, I think the biggest uh, story of the day is watching the hurricane as it approaches Florida. And uh, we'll see what uh, comes out of that. Of course, we know there's a political angle to it because Ron DeSantis is running for president. And so there are a lot of eyes on him right now more than there would be other ones. Boy, people looking to right. pounce, too. Yes. Also, Biden corruption is coming to a head. That and much more coming up right here. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Okay. You know, (laughs) this is just awful to even bring up. Losing a child. Can't imagine it. I know people that have. It is Mm -hmm. heartbreaking. Stating the obvious. Um, if it's your kid that happened to die in an accident, they were on the bus, and the driver happened to be an illegal alien, does that put it on some other level? I mean, you've still lost your kid, but I don't know how you stop your mind from going through, this should never have happened. Yeah, that, that person should not have even been in this country. I mean, tragedies happen every day between American citizens, for sure, and American citizens, legal immigrants, all of that. But, yeah, when the person was here because of an open-door border policy, it to me, it does. It adds an extra level of outrage. And that's what just recently happened in Ohio. Yeah. I mean, there's different stories from all across the country that you'll hear, and this person that committed the crime or whatever was here illegally. And I always think to myself, that just adds this other layer for a grieving family. And it doesn't have to be that way. Well, how did the school district hire someone who's here illegally? No, no, no. It, was, it wasn't the bus driver. It was a car that ran into a bus. Oh, it was a car that ran into the bus. Okay, thank you for that. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I have a story I don't have it in front of me right now. I know we were going to talk about it. I'm just so frustrated with so many different things, mm-hmm. especially in the news today usually they're like you know rays of sunshine you know there's hope on the horizon we're going to turn some of this stuff around but you have so many policies in place right now it is an uphill fight in so many different ways and that's just one of them 
And just short tangent, that's why it was so frustrating at that debate last week. There are all these important issues that got put to the back burner, it yeah. seemed like. These are the things that are important to people right now. Well, a lot of that is to do, I mean, when the abortion question came up, I just went, oh, come on, man. You're like, really? You know, we have a thousand other things that we really need to talk about right here, right now. Well, I think it's one of these things that's happening within the Republican Party is this conversation of this This is a losing issue for Republicans. We've, we've got to stop talking about this. Oh, I... On that I think it's garbage. No, yeah, that's you terrible. You need to listen. You let yourselves be positioned constantly. Put people to the test and keep asking the question or making the statement: "You are for abortion up until birth." That's right. what Democrats and, and, and are that, all about. And, and, and then they'll be and, like, well, no one's saying that. Yes, they are. That's okay. I get it. I get that. Where you want to make sure you're clearly there's a line there. You know, and you want to make sure that you people know that and understand that. I get it. But as far as taking that much time with the but debate. Ex- exactly. Zero questions about what you just mentioned. I mean, the border didn't get talked about nearly no. enough. It, no. Goodness gracious. And, you know, when man. you look at polling, that's uh, one of the top three things that concern people the most. I it mean, is. The economy and illegal immigration. And it's, I mean, people are, are troubled by it, to say the least. I had a friend of mine that got involved with a wreck with a guy who was here illegally. His fault, the uh, the illegal's fault. No insurance, of course, no license. And how did it go down? Well, he pays for it himself. His insurance company had to pay for it. I mean, you know, and the guy w- was arrested, I'm sure, did his two weeks or whatever, and was back out again. But No, that's... I mean... It's so frustrating, man. It, it, it is frustrating. And I don't and I don't understand what we argue about sometimes. I don't get it. You know, you see that you see these lawsuits with a sorority saying we don't want a biological male watching us undress and pleasuring himself while he does it. Yeah. And a judge appointed by Reagan says, Well, I don't want to define what a woman is. Yeah. And you don't understand why people are frustrated in this country? Mm-hmm. That mean that's insane. So, yeah, this whole story about the illegal and this accident all has to do with the whole catch and release policy Yeah, with Biden. And an 11-year-old Ohio boy is dead. Just leave it at that. Move on. Go to the knucklehead that gets up in front of the White House press corps and gives yeah. non-answers constantly. What yeah. does she have to say? Well, th- this has to do with Biden corruption as we're learning more and more about his ties to his son's business deals and whatnot. And now you got Hunter Biden selling his art to afford a nearly $16,000 a month rental property in Malibu. <laughs> and, and boy, it, it sure seems like there's some money laundering going on here, or at the very least, more pay-for-play stuff that we know was going on in the past between Hunter and Joe. Peter Ducey from Fox News asked the White House press secretary, Karine Jean-Pierre, about the ethics of this whole setup. How can you guarantee that people are not going to be buying this art to gain favor with the president? 
That is a question for Hunter Biden and his representatives. I, I know. I hear. I hear. The White House. We know I hear your question. Our got a job from the Biden administration. Can you guarantee that there is I no hear, quid pro quo? I hear your question. I'm not going to get involved in this. That is a question for Hunter Biden's representatives. So, but we know that uh, from a Hunter Biden associate now that he sold the appearance of access to then Vice President Biden. Are you confident that he has stopped doing that? That is a question for Hunter Biden. If somebody is selling the appearance of access to the White House, that, that is a question for the White House. No, that is that is your uh, your I don't know how you're perceiving that. I am just not Peter. I'm just not going to get into this. I'm just not. She she went big Lebowski on him, didn't she? Was, that's just like your opinion, man. Right. <laughs> you know, it, it is kind of remarkable, though, when he's, you know, able to afford apparently this $16,000 a month rental property in Malibu yeah. while also crying poorhouse to his yeah. baby mama in Arkansas. Yes. Uh, and he's running around selling his quote-unquote artwork, and there has been at least one purchaser who did get a prestigious uh, appointment to some board about artifacts around the world or whatever. Um, it does look like there were some favors being handed out as a result of purchasing the president's son's artwork. Nobody wants to put that on their wall. No. Uh, yeah, nobody's going to sit there and say that's an original Hunter Biden right there. No. 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 It's this guy. This is basically my ticket into access to help me personally. Because the president made some decisions that favored me. But, but also, you know, the Secret Service is having to put up money to... Because to, to, Hunter Biden is a protectee, so they're having to rent for around $15,000 a month. Uh, their yeah, own across space. the street. Yeah. Now, yes. now, now, remember when Jared and Ivanka Trump, or Jared Kushner and Ivanka Trump, had some townhouse in D.C., and they actually worked in the administration, and it was costing like... Four to five thousand dollars, I think, uh, to stay there. And then, oh, there was all this, you know, uh, uh, dust up about whether or not the Secret Service could use their bathroom and all that stuff. But there were Democrats, you know, crying holy hell about this, saying it's obviously uh, just a terrible uh, abuse of taxpayer dollars. But what about the crackhead son of the president? Now, you're talking like. Oh. Another fifteen grand a month for Secret Service to to like post up and hang oh. out outside of his nice house. Yeah, he's paying fifteen thousand five hundred dollars right. a month for. And again, wouldn't you just? I mean, this isn't like mob rules here. If you're in the mob, I mean, it's it's hot. You don't go out and buy a Cadillac after right. you get a job, right? You leave that alone. You don't do that. You let it cool. Yeah, this guy is blatantly living this life, Dude. this extravagant life, <laughs> the whole time, telling us he doesn't have any money. And he's paying fifteen thousand yeah. five. Who can wrap their head around that? He, he said it's it. like he doesn't give a flip. He, man. No, he doesn't because there's nothing. Not, nothing yep. will happen to him on the other side. And the he whole knows thing's that. freaking rigged. Yeah, there's there's no consequence to his yep. idiotic actions. None. Yeah. He he told a judge in Arkansas that he had to sleep in a cot in his dad's room. That's what he said when they traveled yep. to Ireland a few months yeah. ago. Yeah, come on. But I can afford the place in Malibu. Yeah, fifteen five a month because he knows he's got Merrick Garland to. Save him at any point in turn. It's it's flagrantly just uh, at a high level of jackassery. Yes. Well, and we don't have an honest media. I'll keep banging that drum. 
freaking journalists. That industry is dead. These dorks from high school, I want to be a journalist. I want to tell the truth. And then you go to journalism school. Right. You know, what is it you want me to write about today? You, don't, you have no spine. You're just going to do what everyone tells you to do. You're not going to push back on it. You're not going to whistle blow. Yeah, one person that says, you know, you cried it's, poorhouse in Arkansas for child support, but how can you afford this fifteen five a month? So much corruption, but oh, we don't want to do that. I know, but where's it coming from? Where's the money coming from? What do you mean? Of course we know that. Well, yes, but someone has to expose it. Gosh dang. And you've got an entire media apparatus to anyone that actually is going to report on it. Well, that's Fox News. I mean, that's part of the Trump. It's ridiculous. And then, and then you get into all of the Trump stuff. <laughs> My goodness, man. It, is there any transparency? Yep. We, we, wanna, we want this uh, to all start uh, on the Monday before Super Tuesday. <laughs> right. Nothing political here. No. No, it's a rigged freaking game all the way around. And again, some days on the show, it really comes out. It, it's like story after story after story. And I do think there's going to be some breakthroughs. And I think September is going to be wild. Because well, a lot of the Hunter B- Biden stuff is going to come to a head. Good Lord, man. Which, again, and you'll hear the left with the same talking points. This is a story about a father loving his son mm-hmm. through all of his hard times. No, it's about the whole family corruption and that this dude, our sitting president, is compromised because he owes favors to a whole lot of people, foreign countries. May sound crazy to you, but get your head out of the freaking sand. Get news from somewhere else one time. Figure it out. Gosh dang, man. Okay. Where's the Tylenol? (laughs) (laughs) Hallelujah. Where's the Tylenol? Okay. Oh, I mentioned that Canadian dad. Oh, she's That's daughter said she was a dude. And he's like, no, I'm not. We're not doing this. And he ended up in jail. Yeah. 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 We still got to get to that story. Also got to get to. <laughs> yeah. The National Archives has 5,400 Biden emails in which he uses fake names to give government information to Hunter. I don't pay any attention to that. <laughs> no, 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 nothing there. And you know what else? For fun, did you think anything else, something that you hated as a kid that you love as an adult? A lot of this is going on online right now. People are talking about this stuff. Mm -hmm. There's one that relates to me that I saw, just being at home, especially if there's nothing to do. That is true. Yeah, that is true. Good one. As a kid, you're like, I'm bored. Bored. (laughs) Now it's like, oh, this is nice. I like being home. Yeah. Yeah, that's not so bad. Is there any, what were you going to say, David? Oh, I, I just think my number one is nap, but that's about it. I love a good nap. Leftovers. I don't mind leftovers at all. It's fine with me. I've always liked leftovers. Even as a kid? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you'd eat pretty much anything. Pretty much. Kind of an iron gut there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about family dinners? Do you love that as an adult? Hated it as a kid? Putting you on the spot, Scott. No, I, I didn't. I, every Sunday, still hate it. Okay, good uh, yeah. enough. I don't, all right, that's all I needed to know. I've always hated it. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing changed. I mean, no. All right. Much to get to. And, yeah. And if you don't think this story of the dad in Canada couldn't happen here, it could. That much more. Coming right up.
the Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. I happen to hear this story, Daily Wire News. We talked about this. Man, it's come, been years now. I remember the Federalist doing an interview with this guy, a dad in Canada. Um, Hoglund's his last name. And his daughter started identifying male. And he didn't go along with it. Said, no, that's not true. You are a girl. Well, the court ruled against him. There was nothing he could do. He did an interview with the Federalist. And I remember reading the story. Well, he still called her a girl. That's misgendering. He was found in contempt of court and ordered six months in jail. Wow. Served two months of that, mostly in solitary. Jeez. Also a $30,000 fine. And they've been appealing it, appealing it. And the appeal came back. They dropped the fine. And he doesn't have to serve out the rest of the six months, but he did already serve over two months. And so they had an interview with him. And, you know, he talked about how he just felt helpless. The hardest part is knowing that no matter how much you're fighting to, to protect that child of yours, all you can simply do is watch the tragedy unfold and your hands are tied. And one day your child is healthy and the next day your child is on testosterone. And I think that's the hardest part of it all is just that sense of being helpless. Yeah. Now, as far as the new ruling from the court, he did say it's a big win. He explains. What they wanted was a real deterrent for parents when they were standing up against the trans agenda that's going on, you know, being pushed through the schools uh, by the school counselors and all of these different things. And so to have a punishment that's six months in prison and, of course, a $30,000 fine, I mean, not many parents are going to say, hey, I'm willing to take that risk. So I think this is where it's important. There's momentum in Canada now, too. The tide is turning. And to finally get a big win after just all these horrific losses and the way things were going, I think that's just critical for morale at the very least. Yeah, just to fight it. Yeah. But then here's the thing. They asked, well, what about, you know, the daughter? Yeah. Um, so he hasn't seen her in years. Yeah. And this is, this is really sad, man. I'm hoping one day when uh, my child realizes and possibly detransitions that, uh, you know, there's I'm waiting. I'm waiting with open arms for that day. When these kids come back to me and say, hey, mom, dad, where were you? I was like 13, 14. Why didn't you try and stop me from making this big, incredible mistake? And at least I can always say, hey, I tried. And you can look it up online even. I tried really hard. And I, even I wasn't able to do it with everything I gave it. But I tried. So my conscience is clean on that. Yeah. That can absolutely happen in this country. Oh, yeah. Moving closer to that every day. There's evil all over the freaking place, man. Well, man, you hear about the divorced parents. The mom wants to do it. Dad doesn't want to. Oh, yeah. I mean, the, yes. I've already had those. And then you fight against it. God, They're going to yes. throw you in yeah. jail. Right. Yeah. It's absolute insanity. Stunned by Can't that. stop fighting against it. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Are you ready? Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. We just become best friends. Yep. Making sense of it all. Oh, I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. The Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. Thank you so much for being here. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. 
All right, David, where do you want to start? Uh, well, you got a couple of clips to get to. Uh, we'll start here in Florida, where in the city of Jacksonville, this complete loser, racist, well, scumbag, I don't think you're supposed to say scumbag, I guess, but yeah, went in and murdered black people uh, at a store. This is a guy who flunked out of college, uh, lost his gigs at the Dollar Tree, at Home Depot, was living in his dad's house, never came out of his room. Complete loser. Mm-hmm. And technically, as I understand it, wasn't supposed to be eligible to buy a gun because he had been involuntarily uh, detained for a mental health crisis. But again, that, I mean, why are we passing laws if we're not enforcing them? That doesn't make any sense. No, it does not. Uh, but uh, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis went to a, a memorial service, a vigil for the victims of this racially motivated shooting in Jacksonville, and he called the killer a scumbag. And apparently, even though he also said, we're not going to let people be targeted based on their race, he's racist for using the word scumbag because he didn't call the killer racist or something. I mean, you're going to have to really help me connect these dots, but mm. here's MSNBC's uh, Tremaine Lee explaining to Andrea Mitchell why this was so problematic to call the guy a scumbag. Is that the new dog whistle? Apparently okay, great. So. All right. You know, for so many folks, the issue with that kind of language is that it places the onus on one individual and the actions of one individual, as opposed to a nationwide sickness of white supremacy in this country and the violence that it fuels. And so as long as it's he's a scumbag or as long as there's a mental health issue, you don't have to engage with the idea that there are, um, you know, co-conspirators online. There are co-conspirators who create legislation that divide okay, time other people. For a second. There are all these other... Um. His name was it Trimaine? Yeah, Trimaine. Is your career as a race baiter so important that you just got to keep up this narrative? Right. Is that what it is? So you always have a job well, to yeah. say such idiotic things like this? Because if so, that's pretty sad, dude. Who create legislation that divide and other people? There are all these other forces that are contributing to this kind of violence. But as long as the act of one individual is just a scumbag, then you don't have to take the the true issue head on. What? Well, I would love to know what legislation has been passed in Florida or anywhere else in the United States that says it's okay to walk into a store and murder people. (laughs) So ridiculous, man. What legislation are you talking about? I mean, again, you're right. I mean, it's the career of being a race baiter and just saying, oh, yeah, this is obviously the governor of Florida's fault or the Florida state legislature's fault that this guy... The guy was, I mean, I know home didn't have a basement, but I would still refer to him as a basement-dwelling, neckbeard loser. You know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to push back on that narrative, David. Okay. I'm going to play the left side. Okay. Right. Instead of calling this troubled young man names, let's try to understand why he had those feelings about black people. No, I, I don't really want to understand. If you're... No, no, no. I'm going to play the left's game here, just like we did in Nashville. Let's try to understand. Right. <laughs> if they did have, if, if this transgender person had something against these Christians, was it deserved? Were they uh, shunned by the Christian community to act in such a rage-filled way? Maybe we should try to understand right. the person in Jacksonville. No, of course you don't go that route. But that's what the left always does. Yeah. It's ridiculous. I, I, I really don't understand. Hey, hey, Trimaine, why are you so racist? Why didn't you talk about all the people that died in Chicago last week? <laughs> Did those black lives not matter? The people that were shot and over three dozen wounded? 
You didn't cover that, Tremaine. Why not? Oh, because this narrative helps keep you a job. Freaking disgusting. Ron DeSantis just passed the Just Say Scumbag Law. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously, man, most people listen to something like that, and it's just like, okay, whatever. No, it's so stupid. Whatever, man. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And I know there are some gullible white people that still go, oh, yes, we're part of the problem. Right. It's us. Yeah. I'd like another (laughs) Chardonnay, please. Right. Yeah. Give me a freaking break. Mm-hmm. All right, what's the other piece of audio? Oh, man. Well, we keep here. I want to I wanna give a content warning here, uh, but I do love it whenever this happens because it totally pushes back against the leftist narrative that a bunch of, like, MAGA extremists are banning books, you know, <laughs> and all that. Like, about they're not allowed to teach about Rosa Parks in Florida. That's what we right. heard from the left. I mean, that, yeah. didn't the, the president say that or the White House press secretary say that, make that claim? Yes, it's just totally not true. But anyway, uh, we keep hearing about book bans. It's complete nonsense. And for the most part, you're talking about parents not wanting the school handing out erotica to minors, which used to be pretty uh, a a pretty agreed upon standard. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, a dad in Round Rock, Texas, read from one of the books in question that was at a uh, he was at a school board meeting. And this is available in the uh, high school. He said, th- okay. he goes, look, this is not about having a gay character prominent in a book. No. We're talking about this very specific type of literature that if you want to buy it, buy it, I guess. But taxpayer dollars really shouldn't be going towards this and giving it to minors because this is just straight up erotica. Right. So he reads from it. Roll it. He reached his hand down and pulled out my d- He quickly Uh-oh. went to giving me d- I sat back and enjoyed it as... I could tell he was too. He was experienced in what he was doing because he went to work quite confidently. He then came Mm. up and asked if I wanted to try it on him. Mm. I said, sure. I began and he said, watch your teeth. Oh, I didn't want him to know I was inexperienced. Hold on, hold on. (laughs) You know you've really crossed the line when Robbins has the embarrassment. Well, God, again, I wait a second. Hold on. Scott, many times you've said they should read this at every school board. Every single one of them. They should make the president read it. Yep. And so this guy does it. And now you can't take it. (laughs) Dude, well, good. I I mean, I don't know it. So when it comes at me, I'm hearing it for the first time. I'm like, holy cow. Oh, my God. Why are we disagreeing on this? (laughs) What? What is the who wants their kids reading this? Don't know, man. Oh, my God. The teeth thing. Okay. All right. <laughs> Just wait. <Okay. laughs> oh, it gets worse. Oh, Again, I didn't content. want him to know I was inexperienced, so I slowed down and took my time. Oh, and boy. got into a good way. Uh, he didn't know I was a virgin, and I did my best to act dominant like my favorite porn star. Uh-oh. Oh. And then later in the book, he says, I remember the condom was blue and flavored like cotton candy. Oh, boy. I put some lube on oh, and got him up on his man, knees that's just as too I much. began to slide into him from behind. Oh, okay. no, 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 I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. You want to play that on the Van Camp show? Have at it. I'm done. Oh, my. Oh, gosh. I mean, go go up to a group of ninth graders hanging out at the mall and start reading that to them and see how quickly the cops get called. Oh, Yeah. Absolutely. But it's like, well, our our purple-haired librarian says that this is important literature. <laughs> yeah, I know you were out yesterday, and we had a story about 
oh gosh, what was it? The American Academy of Libraries, some yeah. group that we yeah. didn't even know existed. Right. And the president's all about this kind of stuff. Right. Oh yeah. Got to have it in the libraries for the kids. They need to know in this. the kids section. <laughs> yeah, Jeez. of course. Okay. Right there with hop on pop. <laughs> <laughs> Golly, I'm I'm changing up the topics. I, I, I don't even want to talk about Biden and the corruption anymore today, but I'd rather do it than somebody talking about no teeth and whatever. <laughs> Golly. Wow. The National Archives has 5,400 Joe Biden emails in which he uses fake names yeah. to dish government info to Hunter Biden and others. This is when he was the vice president. So they've admitted they're in possession of these emails. Uh-huh. And, okay, And he's using these to conduct business with his son, even though he has publicly said multiple times that he had nothing to do with his son's business. Yes. So this request that's been made by the Southeastern Legal Foundation um, is seeking these emails pertaining to the accounts of Robin Ware, Robert L. Peters, and J.R.B. Ware. If you're unfamiliar with those names, those are the Biden pseudonyms. Wow. So they filed the suit. Um, so let's see. Why why are they dragging their feet producing these? They're not supposed to. When you're the National Archives, you're supposed to give them up. Right. Well, they're, they're busy uh, concocting reasons to indict Donald Trump again. Got it. Because this isn't classified. The way I understand it, David... You have more of a legal brain than me, but these aren't classified. So you can't say, well, well no, they're not. Class- no. It, so you got to give them up. That's part of the rule, right? Yeah. That, that, that's, I, and it's not even him that's, that's releasing it. They're, they've been uh, compiled and sent over to the National Archives. So they are, I mean, again, they are dragging their feet on releasing any of this. And part of me wonders if they're not thinking, hey, it's too soon. Hold on. We're supposed to wait until we get a better grip on who's going to be the Republican presidential nominee. Hold on. Man. Okay. Yeah. Which then brings into question, all right, as far as Trump and all the indictments and the court dates and everything else, um, what exactly is the schedule like as far as the election calendar Mm -hmm. when you go through it all? This will be a fun exercise. We can do that uh, coming up in just a few. Oh, yeah. I hope we have time for this, too. Um There's a Catholic broadcaster and speaker that isn't Catholic enough for a Catholic university. We'll explain that coming up. The Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Frustration day on the show. It is. (laughs) Jamie Markley. It really is. David Van Camp. Scott Robbins. A lot of goofy, crazy stuff out there. I did see this from Daily Wire. It's Trump's trial schedule, how it lines up with the 2024 election calendar. Get your tour t-shirts. Here we go. See, it's kicking off a pair of civil matters heading to court. Trump faces a fraud suit uh, by Letitia James. That's set to go to trial October 2nd. That's coming up quicker than I thought. Okay, then Mm -hmm. there's the defamation lawsuit from E. Jean Carroll. Set to go to trial January 15, 2024. Coinciding with the first in the nation, Iowa Republican Presidential Caucus. Then there's the Alvin Bragg Hush money criminal case. That's March 25th. Hmm. 
Then we found out yesterday the D.C. case from Jack Smith. That's March 4th. Mm -hmm. But Atlanta wanted March 4th, too. But I think they are not going to have precedent there, Mm. which means somebody's going to cry racism. Well, or some nonsense. I don't know. Okay. And then, oh, yeah, the uh, Mar-a-Lago, the documents case. That's March, is it 25th? Yeah. It's okay. Not political, though. No. No. Well, no. Not at all election interference. No. No No one's above the law, Jamie. This is about about protecting American democracy. That's That's right. uh, Right, of course. We all know that. I've heard some people say this, and... When they say it, it does make sense. They're not going to allow Trump to be president ever again. No. Just not going to allow it. No. They'll take him off the ballot. They'll do whatever it takes. They will not allow him to be president, even if the people vote for him and want him in. They won't allow it to happen. Well, and that's one of the reasons why I want to hear from Trump directly on that particular scenario. I mean, the idea that somebody, that the Secretary of State in Michigan or Pennsylvania or anywhere else could go ahead. I mean, you're hearing more and more rumblings that, oh, well, you know, under the 14th Amendment, you could uh, uh, remove him because he took part in an insurrection and blah, 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 blah. I know it sounds kind of silly and pie in the sky. Somebody's going to try to do it. And my question is, for Donald Trump, do you have a legal team in place to confront that head on? Because if you are the nominee, we can't have Rudy Giuliani with his hair melting off his head running no. around fighting this. You're, you're talking about people who are vicious and who are willing to use every tool in their toolbox to crib a phrase from the Biden administration to yeah. keep Donald Trump off of the ballot. I want to know what the freaking plan is there when this happens. It's a good question. The only plan I think he would say right now, and I'm not going to speak for him, but I'm guessing he would say we're going to fight it. Never surrender. Oh, oh, that's great. But the way you fought it after 2020 was a complete cluster. It was. And now you're facing criminal charges for the way that it was fought. And I, I think, look, I, I think obviously this is politically motivated stuff, but, I mean, you got you got to really fight back in a competent way. Not you know having you know drunk face messy bun testifying in Michigan or whatever, like the last right. time around. Okay, you got to actually have professionals in there who are able to make a case. Uh, drunk face. Were you talking about that one female? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> drunk that face. Lady, she's like, I could go to jail for if I were the blonde I, lady. Yeah. I forget her name. Okay, yes. Now I can yeah. picture the video of her. Yes, yes, yes. That was a debacle. What about? You know, what a cavalcade of stooges. They're <laughs> gel. Yeah, I mean. He, drunk, d- cracking woman. I mean, just with. If you're Trump, you know, and he probably already has done this. You call Jonathan Turley and say, how much was it right. going to take? Yeah. Okay. No. Or or Ronna McDaniel Romney or whatever her name is, the, the head of the RNC. Like, what's her plan? Because Democrats in some states are absolutely going to kick Trump off the ballot if he's the nominee. They're going to do it. I think they have a weak case, but you got to have somebody who's willing to go to bat in a competent, professional manner. Not, again, Rudy Giuliani outside the Four Seasons lawn care or whatever. (laughs) Yes. Well, the last batch of lawyers that we've heard (laughs) seemed... (laughs) 
I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> that press conference at the Four Seasons. And they're yeah. sitting in the hotel. And now they're posted up outside of a damn lawn care company. <laughs> to yeah. bag a seed behind him. <laughs> God. What a Molarian curly defense. <laughs> yes, we're going to have to step up the game there, I would say. Yeah. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. You know? Gosh, I know, that was bad. David, it was. <laughs> it, it was. Well, and it was entirely ineffective. I mean, you, I, I know some people get mad at me when I point out how much of a clown card that entire thing was. But no, it's it like, was, dude. What was the result? The result was you yep. failed, and now a lot of people are going to prison. So, yeah, you got to step up the game, dude. We'll see where it goes. Rudy's at the lawn and Garden Center. <laughs> With like the booze sweats. <laughs> this is the Markley Van Camp and Robbins show. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> you know, this is just like regular life, too, man. It You're is. looking at really pressing situations. Oh, I always got to make a laugh out of it somehow, some way. It's just how You've I go. Got to. <laughs> it is. You got to laugh. Oh, boy. Lindsey Powell and all that. It's like, like, do you remember that show, the uh, Flight of the Concords? The New yeah. Zealand duo is a novelty act and comedy act. And like yep. one of the episodes, they think they're doing a show in Central Park, New York, and then their manager drives them to New Jersey, and it says, no, I said a Central Park in Newark. <laughs> <laughs> Got to be better than that. Yeah. All right. Another news update. And the Scott Roberts drive back the street. <laughs> The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. News update, David Van Camp. Okay, <laughs> I'm sorry. I was just making sure that I heard that right. Uh, Joe Biden right now is uh, uh, giving a speech on, oh boy. on uh, lowering uh, prescription drug prices because there are, there are select medications that will be able to be negotiated on uh, for Medicare recipients, and so that's that's good news. I mean, this is something that Trump was trying to get off the ground as well. I mean, this is something that the left mocked him for when he was talking about, yeah, we got to be able to negotiate drug prices. Yes. <laughs> no, no, just work. Don't care about. Yeah. Uh, here is the current commander in chief talking about this monumental effort and why it's so critical. A drug company that makes a drug here in America. If it's sold in Chicago, you can buy the same drug in Toronto or Paris cheaper than you can buy it in Toronto. Whoa. If it's sold in Chicago, you can buy the same drug in Toronto or Paris cheaper than you can buy it in Toronto. Toronto. Yes. Grandpa Simpson. Toronto, Chicago. Strikes again. They both end in O. I was trying to say, do I need drugs to understand what he's saying? Yes. (laughs) Okay. Yes. Seems to be so. Wow. Okay. Yeah, that's been talked about for a long time. Well, they, everybody's <laughs> ad nauseum, man. Well, because this insurance been, companies, uh, and then they're they're going to, you know, negotiate on your behalf. This yeah. is some nonsense that's been, I mean, everybody. Except you pay into insurance, and then you go to find out, you know what? If I just go good RX, I'm going to get it cheaper than through my actual freaking insurance. Wow. Because the I, whole thing's a scam. I got to tell you something, man. What the What the man just said is absolutely true. I've done that. I don't know how many times. Oh, yeah. I've done it. Yes. And it is. 
Or sometimes it might be what three dollars more to go good RX. Yeah, but you know, but insurance you get, you has can a go problem. Get it in six hours. Insurance has a problem with this. They, yeah. they've held it up. Not quite sure. Well, then I, I'll pay the seven dollars in hassle. It'll cost me that in gas to come back to the stupid pharmacy. Right. right. We need pre. We need pre-selected thirty-seven pre-selected doctors to approve it. Right. Gosh dang. Oh no, I I agree with you. Yeah. I've gone out of pocket a bunch lately. Anyway, because it's cheaper. Yes. And then, well, they'll tell you as far as the insurance. Well, let us know because we'll reimburse you. Right. Yeah, because that's hassle free. Right. Yeah, 73 There's... phone calls and Jeez. 14 emails later, maybe I'll get my six bucks back. I had, it's a joke. I had that experience a few months ago where I, I needed something just like a short term before my, my drugs came in the mail. Yeah. It was like a mm-hmm. quick like uh-huh. 15 day fill or something yep. like that. And, of course, there was all this back and forth, back and forth with the pharmacy and the doctor's office and the insurance company and all of that stuff. And then I said, okay, how much, of it, how much is it out of pocket? And I was kind of bracing for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was 15 bucks. Right. And I said, okay, screw it. I'll, I'll just pay the 15 bucks. Yeah. And then they said, well, we'll reimburse you. Well, I still haven't been reimbursed for that. No. I'm just like, forget it. I'll just eat the cost, 15 bucks. I don't even care anymore. I know. And they're counting they're, on that. Everybody's going to do this. Everybody's going to lower that. Man, I've heard that song and dance for 20 years. It is, man. It, nothing. It, to me, it goes right through like hardworking families. Yeah. How many of those are left, actually? No. Not many. Who are going to the hardworking families. So you're saying the lazy families are going to get left out. I think most Americans would be okay with that, but that's not what happens. And then there's prescription drug prices. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Oh, I mentioned this earlier before we get to your trifecta. About the Catholic that's not Catholic enough to speak at the Catholic University? It's Matt Walsh. Really? From what is a woman fame in Daily Wire. Just not quite Catholic enough, huh? Yes, I mean, he's pretty outspoken he's about say, Catholic. Well, yeah. Um, and he was going to speak in San Diego, the Catholic University. Uh, he got disinvited. This has happened a few times. Really something, man. Um, Isabella Savea. Student senator said, as a Catholic institution, I do think that one of the most important things that we hold our Catholic faith first. And if he doesn't align with the values of the Catholic Church, then it is something we should consider regarding allocating funding. How does he not align? I'm just going to say, how does that work? Uh, so you say you want value freedom of expression, but do you really think people would feel comfortable to express themselves with someone who is known notoriously for what is a woman? That movie? And for being the recipient of the transphobe of the year 2022 award? What does it matter to you as some bunch of kooks gave him transphobe of the year award? He's just coming to speak there about culture. But sure enough, student government said, yeah, we're, we don't want him here. Yeah, boy. How crazy is that? Again, there's a lot of universities. Catholic universities, Christian universities, with different people speaking or not allowed to speak that I think would surprise a whole lot of people. Oh, yeah. Wow. Not only in the story did the student government deny funding to pay for his visit, but the university administration has denied the college Republicans permission to have him speak on campus at all because his beliefs are grossly offensive to the Catholic institution. What beliefs are you talking about? Yeah, I'm not sure about that. That he thinks a man is a man and a woman is a woman? Really? Yeah. 
So what do you think this has to do with? The, the cash. That was, yeah. Well, it's always about money and at the end of the day. Universities are going to university, you know. Very much so. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's been said a few times. If you say Catholic university, it's more about university yeah. than it is Catholic. Yeah. yeah. Oftentimes. All right, Scott, you ready for your big three? Yep, let's do it. All right, let's roll it out. Here we go. Are you ready? One, two, three. It's the three most important news stories of the day. I hit the trifecta. Well, at least according to Scott Robbins. It's the trifecta on the Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Every day about this time, Scott Robbins' top three stories of the day, always helped by his hero. I'm Casey Kasem. Hey, buddy, how you doing? You doing okay today? Good. All right. I'm ready. Three. Number three, the mayor of Miami has dropped out of the Republican presidential primary. And in related news, the mayor of Miami was running in the Republican presidential primary. Isn't that interesting when a guy drops out? That's when you find out that he was running for president. That's the only way you ever knew he was running for president. Yeah, the mayor, Francis Suarez of Miami, announced that he was suspending. These guys always suspend. Like, there's going to be, was there more to it? No. You ended your campaign. Uh, That was a week after he failed to qualify for the Republican presidential nomination. He has thrown his supporters, his mom, his brother-in-law, and his cousin towards Ron DeSantis now. (laughs) Okay. There's only three of them. It's easy. I mean, at least, I don't know what's gone on in the last year, but for a while he was doing really well in Miami and really cleaned up the city. But as far as well, I think the run for president, good, I don't think, I think anyone been, was right. crying for that right now. No, I think he's been a good a good uh, mayor. Yeah. Yeah. But, hey, yep. the big stage will eat you up, brother. There you go. And yep. the countdown continues. Scott Robbins trifecta, the top three. Two. Uh, news crew robbed while covering a robbery. Yeah, this happened <laughs> in Chicago. Yeah. Wow. A Univision news crew in Chicago was robbed while they were covering another armed robbery. Wow. According to the Chicago Police Department, the crew was robbed just before 5 a.m. on the city's northwest side. Univision did confirm this. They said one of the victims is a reporter, the other photographer. I guess neither one was seriously injured. Police said three guys wearing ski masks and armed with guns got out of a black SUV and a gray sedan and robbed the crew before fleeing the scene. They were there covering another robbery. They were set to go live on the morning news show. We're standing live where the crime was committed. Uh-oh. They're committing a crime on us. This comes as police were investigating other similar crimes in the area. Detectives have not linked any of the incidents in each of these cases, but the police did say a group of two to four ambushed the victims, and in some cases the victims were beaten and then robbed. No word on whether they were beaten or not. Oh, boy. Let's there go was live. a time yeah. <laughs> where the news crew shows up, and if you're right, you scatter. Well, yeah, you don't want but to. But now you're like, oh, what are they going to do? Well, you get the publicity now, free, right? right. Yeah. Now, yeah, now it's just now it's just like the uh, uh, local business owner doing a photo bomb during the live shot, you know? <laughs> right. <laughs> and by the way, Frank's Furniture has hot, hot deals right now. Well, it's getting to the point where the thugs will probably be selling uh, some uh, space on their uniforms, their shirts, when right. they get out to advertise <laughs> the fact Golly, it's a new way to reach people, you know? I suppose. Now, on with the countdown. Yes, yes. the Scott Robbins trifecta, the top three of the day. One. Uh, Democrat Representative Eric Swalwell uh, is is taking on guns, you're telling me. This guy, good old Eric Swalwell, very reliable when it comes to stupidity, and he's done it again. 
Uh, this time, it's in response uh, to the UNC shooting. Swalwell wants the government to ban all assault weapons. I don't know what that means, but he wants them to ban all assault weapons. And he wants the government to buy them back. He tweeted out, ban assault weapons, buy them all back, choose our kids over their killers. Now, immediately, people jumped on that one. Hey, Eric, we don't buy our firearms from the government, so you can't buy them back, Fang. (laughs) (laughs) The ban would be unconstitutional. They called him Fang? As in Fang Fang? Yes. The Chinese lover? Yes. The Chinese spy? Yes. Oh, yeah. That ban would be unconstitutional, said another. You aren't buying anything back if you didn't sell it. You're conflicting guns and throwing change to feel better about it. Don't Fang Fang teach you that stealing is wrong? <laughs> and there you have it. That's pretty yeah. good. I like that. That dope. He is a dope. Golly. Just not a smart guy. Just a dumb guy. Well, I mean, there are plenty of those in our government God, right now. Dumb guys. All right. Got a news update and Nimrod's in the news straight ahead. All right. The Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. News update, David Van Camp. You see this story out of Colorado Springs where uh, a 12-year-old boy uh, was at school and he had a backpack and on his backpack was the Gadsden flag, the don't tread on me. Okay. Yeah. The teacher booted him out of class. What? Yeah. And administrators called the mom in and said, well, he's got to take that off the backpack. Can't have that on there. Why? Because it makes people uncomfortable. Because, as the administrator of a school said, it has roots in slavery in, slavery in the slave trade. It and does? The mom, the mom was like, no, it, it's the Revolutionary War era. I mean, it's not about, it has nothing to do with slavery. No. And they said, well, no, but some people see it as a white supremacist thing, and it will make students uncomfortable, so he can't come to school with that. Wow. So if they think it is, therefore it is. Right. Okay. I thought it was bad getting kicked out of English class for the Aussie t-shirt. <laughs> that was, what, 1983? Probably scared people with that, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the, the mom says, what would happen if my son doesn't remove the patch? And the uh, worker at the school says, the bag can't go back if it's got the patch on it. Because we can't have that in and around other kids. And she goes, yeah, it has nothing to do with slavery. That's like the Revolutionary War patch or something. I mean, uh, she said, hey, maybe you're mistaking it for the Confederate flag. The administrator said, I'm here to enforce the policy that was provided by the district, and definitely you have every right to not agree with it. Wow. <laughs> well, if... Any of the teachers have anything rainbow or rainbow pen? Maybe the kid can say, that makes me really uncomfortable. Right. You have to remove it. Well, no, that'd be a hate crime, sir. Well, I mean, there's all these other teachers here at the school that are suggesting maybe I'm the opposite sex, and it makes me uncomfortable. This is ridiculous, man. Wow. You know, this is kind of a crazy thought, but it wasn't too long ago with this whole thing and it because it's every other week you hear it at another school about some teacher it's the whole well you maybe you're not a boy or maybe you're not a girl Mm -hmm. this sort of nonsense you know it used to be as a parent you'd have to have the talk with your kid when they were little tell them 
this is your private area. No one touches you there, oh, yeah. okay? And yeah. if someone touches you there, you know, let, you know, I mean, Daddy, no. That's right, yeah. Okay, tell them that, that you don't touch me there, that sort of thing. And no matter who it is, you let us know that sort of thing. And now, seems you got to have the chat with the kid before they go to school. Listen, you have any teacher, anybody trying to tell you that you could be mm-hmm. a little girl or a little boy, that is not true. They are lying to you. Mm-hmm. Okay, you are a boy. So I guess that's what it is now. You have to have that chat with the kid yeah. before they go to school. Yeah. <laughs> no. You know when they talk about where the country is right now and people feel frustrated and the thought is you got to start in your own town and your own school board and your own local government. I think that's really true. You absolutely yeah. do. Yep. It makes a lot of sense. Yep. Know who these people are. You used to be able to just trust people for doing the right thing. You just go, well, you know, principals, educators, whatever, they're doing the right thing. I think by and large, in most places in the United States, it's still true, but it's certainly not everywhere. But it's worth having the conversation with your kid about. Totally agree with that. Yep. Yeah, 100%. All right. With that, we get the Nimrods. Roll it out. When the going gets tough. Damn it, this is too hard. The dumb get dumber. All right, Dan. It's Nimrods in the News on the Martley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. I love the poorly educated. All right. Nimrod's in the news. We go to Trumbull, Connecticut. 56-year-old man there, Robert Withington, has been charged with larceny. He saw a bag of money outside a bank a few months ago. Picked it up, walked off with it. Hmm. Finders keepers, baby. I mean, free game. Problem is, it was a bank deposit bag with the bank's insignia. Mm-hmm. And the money was accidentally dropped by an employee of Trumbull's tax collector office. Uh-oh. It's like $5,000 of cash inside. So the police investigate, determine that Robert had taken it. He later admitted, yeah, I was at the bank. I saw the bag uh, and then walked off with it. I figured, eh, finders keepers. Yeah. Had no obligation to return it. As the story goes, that might work for a $20 bill on the sidewalk, which could have been dropped by anyone. But the bag clearly belonged to the bank. And there were documents inside that showed the money was tax funds from the town. Okay, you knew what the money was. So, yes, you're in a lot of trouble. Not Mr. Potter is alive and well. (laughs) Not his fault. No. I think finders keepers. And that's Nimrod's in the news.